Mark Jobot Worcester, Mass. This is a Rorschach, Georgia update with all the stuff happening in and to Georgia. Not the state, but the one on the hip side of the Black Sea. Today is Thursday, the 8th of April, 2021. Georgian and Russian politicians have reacted to last week's protest against a Russian journalist's visit to Georgia, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili, and stated that the form of protest against Vladimir Posner was unacceptable and that the United National Movement opposition party stood behind it. He stated that Natsebi's actions damaged the country's international image and hampered the flow of tourists amid the pandemic. Russian President Spokesman Dmitry Peskov stated that visiting Georgia is dangerous for Russian citizens. Posner, who arrived in Georgia on the 31st of March with 40 guests to celebrate his birthday, had to leave the country earlier due to protests. Following his departure, the Georgian Interior Ministry reported that Posner and 31 of his guests were fined for the violation of isolation and quarantine rules. Russian government organized Russian quality system, Roskachesvo, has evaluated wines from 13 countries in the price category of up to 1,000 rubles, or about 45 lati. Big surprise, Georgia showed the worst results in the, I say with air quotes, study. Among the 15 wines with the lowest rating, six were Georgian, Russia is the world's most enthusiastic importer of Georgian wines. In 2019, Georgia exported around 58 million bottles of wine to Russia. To put it generously, official charges about the purity and quality of Georgian wine has traditionally been linked to dramatic moments in Russian-Georgian relations. In 2019, Russia's state consumer protection agency announced strengthened controls over alcohol drinks imported from Georgia following the protests opposing Russian MP Sergei Gavrilov's visit to the Georgian parliament when he spoke from the speaker's chair. In June 2019, the protests were sparked by Gavrilov's being invited to address parliament from the speaker's seat as part of the Interparliamentary Assembly. This is Russia's way of skirting World Trade Organization regulations. On the 7th of April, Georgian rescuers found bodies of four Georgian citizens on the banks of the Nguri River. The individuals were trying to cross into the territory controlled by the central government of Georgia from Russian-occupied Gali. According to the statement published by the State Security Service of Georgia, they were trying to cross the occupation line near the village of Shamgona through the river in Guri into the Georgian-controlled territory to avoid unlawful detentions established by the Russian occupation regime. All of them died while crossing the river. The central government of Georgia has activated a hotline regarding the case. On the 5th of April, Sirksvilia civil movement and opposition political parties held a protest rally against COVID-19 related restrictions in Batumi. Activists opposed restrictions on free movement effective from 9 p.m. to 5 p.m. across the boards. Protesters marched at 9 p.m. when restrictions began and some were fined by the police. For the first time in the country's history, Georgian authorities have allowed the first ever gender recognition for a transgender person. The Ministry of Justice granted the historic request, allowing an individual to have their gender changed from male to female, according to the Women's Initiative Supporting Group, WISG. While the change is an important achievement, Georgia still lacks a legislative or administrative mechanism for legal recognition of gender. 100,000 doses of Chinese Sinopharm coronavirus vaccine arrived in Georgia on the 3rd of April. However, Sinopharm vaccination will not start until there's approval from WHO. The country also plans to purchase Chinese Sinovac vaccines 
In April, the head of the National Center for Disease Control and Public Health, Amidan Khalidze, stated that both vaccines are likely to be approved by the WHO in mid-April. Sinovac vaccines have already been used in Georgia's neighboring countries, 15 million doses in Turkey and about half a million in Azerbaijan. Vaccination program expanded starting from Monday, the 5th of April. Citizens over the age of 55, people on dialysis, and those who had organ transplants are now eligible. About 4,000 citizens have registered for vaccinations from the over 55 group. The Interior Ministry has set up checkpoints in three villages in Kaspi region, Igoeti, Samtavisi, and Kvemochala, where a total of 1,500 individuals reside. Over 100 cases of COVID-19 have been reported in Caspi municipality within the week. Citizens entering and leaving the territory of the villages will undergo mandatory screening and PCR testing. Similar checkpoints have been set up in four more villages in western Georgia, in Shroma village, Ozurgeti municipality, and Chikonati villages, Lanchkuti municipality, and Orsatia village in Zugdidi municipality. Georgian Prime Minister Irakli Garabashvili tested positive for coronavirus. The government office announced on the 6th of April the Prime Minister is self-isolated and continues to work remotely. Georgia's unfinished search for its place in Europe, the first article of the Future of Georgia project run by Carnegie Europe and the Levan Mikeladze Foundation has been published. The article is part of a series analyzing contentious, contentious issues in Georgian society. The article analyzes Georgia's progress towards European integration since the 1990s, according to September 2020 survey findings by the Caucus Research Resource Center, CRC, 78% of Georgians believe that joining the EU is a good idea. Georgian citizens believe that the door to the EU is not closed for Georgia and retain a degree of European-centered optimism despite the political problems the country faces. Importantly, when asked to choose between European integration and territorial integrity, Over 75% of the respondents favored reclaiming the lost territories, and only 13% prioritized EU and NATO membership. First protein and other food additives factory opened in Tbilisi with 2 million lati in investment. The factory was opened with a state-sponsored program that will provide protein, vitamins, and amino acids and other food supplements. Two protesters have been detained following a clash with police over the Namtakhvani hydropower plant in Imereti, government officials have announced that the construction of the main facilities of Namtakhvani HPP will be suspended until further studies of environmental impact assessment are completed. However, locals and activists claim that construction is underway. The internally displaced persons, eco-migrants, and livelihood agency will give two-room apartments to 260 IDP families in Tbilisi, according to the head of the agency, Simonishvili. Up to 3,000 IDP families will receive new flats during this year. Internationally recognized Georgian writer Guram Dochanashvili has passed away at the age of 82. Dochanashvili's literary works have been popular since the 1970s, and his short stories have been published in many countries, including the United States, Mexico, and Germany. Students at the Technical University held a protest rally demanding the resignation of university rector. Students claimed that he was convicted in three criminal cases and forged his resume. He denied the accusation, stating that he was acquitted in two cases, and investigations for the third still continue. The International Monetary Fund has lowered its economic growth outlook for Georgia from 4.3% to 3.5%. Police detained 11 individuals for helping embezzle 620,000 euros belonging to German, Austrian, Chinese, and Norwegian citizens interested in cryptocurrency trading. Police report that some of its criminals bought the expensive real estate and vehicles which were seized. 
Tbilisi City Hall is planning to purchase 300 minibuses for the capital city. A total of 36 million lati will be spent on this public transportation upgrade. City Hall plans to replace the old yellow minibuses with new Ford minibuses by the end of this year. Hourly parking on Vajak Shavela and Kazbegi Avenues in Kaftaradze Street in Tbilisi will be launched on the 1st of May. City Hall will allocate free parking spaces in these areas, at least a few of them, for locals, people with disabilities, electric car owners, and Category A taxes. That's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure to share it with your friends. Please let us know your thoughts and ideas. Leave a review. Or you can also send us an email with recommendations or questions at podcast at Talk to you in a week. Abashanitsu.